Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hello, welcome to the show today. And if you're anything like me, I always like finding out new stuff that I didn't know before. So today, because you learn something new every day, we take a look at probably didn't know these five facts about student loans. Hmm. You know, there are a lot of misconceptions about student loans. A lot of people hate them. A lot of people need them. The majority of people don't understand every facet about them, and that can lead to trouble. Given that student loans can be a huge part of your financial future, you need to understand how to best pay for college and how to pay off your student loans fast. Given that there are over $1.7 trillion in student loan debt and that the average graduate has almost 36000 in student loans, borrowers need to understand these facts to make sure they are making the best decisions possible. If you're not quite sure where to start or what to do, consider using a service like Chipper to help you figure out your student loan debt. Chipper analyzes your loans and helps you find the lowest repayment plan and loan forgiveness options you qualify for. You can check out Chipper at thecollegeinvestor.com. All right, let's take a look at fact number one that you might not know. The collateral for your student loan debt is your future earnings. Huh. Well, you know when you buy a car and get a car loan, the collateral for the car loan is the value of the car. If you don't make your payments, the bank simply repossesses your car. The same is true for a house and a mortgage. You don't pay your mortgage, the bank forecloses on your house. So when you take on student loans, what do you think the collateral is? Just, you know, goodwill? No, unfortunately, the collateral on your student loans is in your ability to earn money in the future. If you fail to pay back your loans, the lender, either the government or bank, can garnish your wages garnish your social security, and even offset and take your tax refund. This is the key reason why, for the most part, student loans aren't easily dischargeable in bankruptcy. Bankruptcy helps liquidate your assets to repay your debt and cancels the rest if you really can't repay it. But with student loans, as long as you have the ability to earn, you have the ability to pay something. It's also the key reason why there is student loan forgiveness for being disabled. You simply can't earn any more money to repay the loans. So, when you take out student loans, you need to calculate your ROI, return on investment, and ensure that you can repay the debt. All right, fact number two, you can refinance federal student loans. There's a big misconception about student loan refinancing. A lot of borrowers think they can't refinance their student loans to lower payments specifically with private student loans. However, since 2009, the government has allowed borrowers to refinance their federal student loans into private student loans. Now, this doesn't make sense for a whole lot of borrowers. If you rely on your federal student loans for income-based repayment programs or some type of forgiveness program, then you should never refinance your loans this way. The reason is, that you will lose access to student loan forgiveness programs and special features like deferment and forbearance. However, if you are on the standard repayment plan and are looking for options to lower your payment and interest, 
that refinancing into a lower interest rate private student loan could make a lot of sense. I recommend using Credible, a marketplace for student loans. Like Kayak or Expedia, except for student loan financing, Credible helps you receive your offers from multiple lenders after filling out a single form. There's a special offer, by the way, for college investor readers and listeners. You can get up to a $1,000 gift card bonus when you refinance your loans with Credible. That's a pretty big deal. Check it out at thecollegeinvestor.com. Fact number three of our five facts you may not know about student loans. Parents who take on loans for their kids owe the debt. One of the most commonly asked questions I receive about student loan debt goes like this. I took out $30,000 in student loans to pay for my daughter's college. Now I'm 55 and nearing retirement. And my daughter can't make payments because she doesn't have a job yet. What are my options? <laughs> so when getting ready to finance college, a lot of parents are under the misconception that if they take out student loans, their children have to make the payments on them. That's incorrect. And one of the most misleading facts about student loans, if a parent takes out a loan, the parent is responsible for the loan, not the student. If the student can't pay, the parents are on the hook. Want to switch repayment plans? It might not be possible. Parents should never take out student loans for their children. Going back to fact number one, the student loan's collateral is earnings. If the parent takes out the loan, the collateral is, you guessed it, the parent's earnings now, not the student. If you already did and are struggling, there are some options for dealing with Parent PLUS loans, and you can find tons of them at thecollegeinvestor.com. All right, moving on to fact number four. If you don't graduate college, you still have to pay back your loans. Too many students go to college to, you know, find themselves. This is not a good idea. College is expensive. Life changes. In a lot of these stories, the student ends up leaving college to pursue some sort of dream with no degree and a bunch of debt. The fact is, whether you graduate or not, you're still on the hook for your student loan debt. Just because you don't finish doesn't mean you get out of repaying what you've already spent on school. I was recently talking to a woman named Sarah, who went to college for a year and a half before deciding that college just wasn't for her. She accrued 45 k in debt from that year and a half. She really wanted to become a dental hygienist, which required another couple of years of vocational school at a cost of 20000 bucks per year. She was looking for a way out of the original debt, but it just wasn't happening. Whatever your post-college plans are, you need to repay your debt. Vocational school can be a fantastic option. But remember the total cost of school post-graduation. You still have to repay your student loans even if you dropped out of school. And our last of our five facts you probably didn't know about student loans, co-signers on student loans are just as responsible as the student. Finally, when you co-sign on a loan, including a student loan, you are just as responsible as the borrower. Parent, grandparent, family member, friends, don't co-sign a student loan. If you really must, you need to co-sign a student loan the right way. When you co-sign a student loan and the student can't repay the debt, 
you must repay the debt for them. In a worst-case scenario, if you co-sign a loan and the student dies, you might still have to repay the debt. Even after graduation and the student is making payments every month, it can be difficult to get a co-signer release. That means you can still be on the hook for the entire duration of the loan. This can have an impact on your own credit score and even prevent you from purchasing a car or house in some circumstances. So if you're not in a position to personally take out a student loan, then you shouldn't co-sign on one. It's the same thing. If you're considering refinancing your student loans, look for student loans that have co-signer release. This option allows the co-signer to remove themselves from the loan after a set number of on-time payments. You can compare options like this at Credible for free. Sadly, in cases where a borrower dies, the co-signer could also be responsible for the debt. That's why it's so important for co-signers to ensure there is a term life insurance policy for the borrower, just in case. We recommend getting a quick quote at Haven Life. And a bonus fact for you, here's where to get help. Even though I've said countless times you can do it for free at studentloans.gov, there are still people who've asked me, that's great, Robert, but I still want to pay someone to help me. Who can I trust? That's a fair question. So who can you trust for this? The basic starting point is to call your student loan servicer and just get help directly. They are literally paid by the government to help you with your loans. Next, you really can do a lot of it yourself on studentaid.gov. And finally, you can consider paying an expert for help. If you're not quite sure where to start or what to do, consider hiring a CFA to help you with your student loans. We recommend the Student Loan Planner to help you put together a solid financial plan for your student loan debt. Check out the Student Loan Planner at thecollegeinvestor.com. If you need help, it can make sense to pay for it. Just don't pay too much and really know what you're getting in return. And that is our show for today. Kind of a, a crash course cram session going on and tons of links and extra resources I mentioned today, which you can find inside this article. Copy and paste the title of the podcast right into the search bar at thecollegeinvestor.com and you'll find it. And we'd love to walk through this journey with you as well, give you as much help and guidance as we can. Follow us. We're all over social media. Just search for The College Investor. Thanks again for stopping by today, and we'll talk to you again real soon.